What is up, everybody? Welcome back to oh. the Shade is Real podcast. I am your girl, Candace Wickwire, with Madison Morgan. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so pumped to be back. We, like, the things that we have watched this week have been, like, fire nuts. Super intense, and I'm like super privileged right now to be able to watch that with all my kids' chaos going on this week. I walked in a damn parade, like commitment. You walked in parades. I'm like just trying to survive full moon energies with my children. Like it's just nuts. Like my kids' air conditioner was out at their school last week for like two days. The hottest day. I sent them, not thinking. And then the next day, I didn't know it was going to be cooler. And I was like, oh, the air conditioner's not fixed. You guys go ahead and stay home. My oldest wanted to go. So, of course, she went. She was like her dad. She loves school. And uh, yeah. kept well, the youngest two home. And, oh, my God. It was like 70-some degrees. Embrace yeah, the absolutely. one that still loves school. Because, I mean, I'm I trying to pull those vibes. Like, yeah. Like, like, hey, stay there. Like, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Like, finish it. Like, power to you. <laughs> like, don't become like mommy where it's like, oh, uh, you get hit like middle school, high school, and you're like, cool, what? Dude, I got senioritis my junior year. I wasn't. Girl, wasn't I got trying. senioritis my freshman year. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, senioritis all four years. <laughs> I started partying and shit, and that's just, I was like, school's really getting in the way of my social calendar. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 100%. I I was like, social calendar, sports, and then just full-on rebellion, like, that was that, and then it was, like, Um, obviously, like, the peak time of reality TV, like, (laughs) was when we went to high school. You know, and we didn't even have DVRs. I remember when uh, The Hills and Laguna Beach like maybe it wasn't the hills. Maybe it was just Laguna, Laguna Beach. Beach. It was it was on TV, and like literally, I had to use my Nokia like cell phone texting my friends, and we were just like talking about it. You know the phone that when you they, have to like hit oh, yeah. one button like six times in order to yeah. get one letter, and yeah. Oh yeah, and they still the charged you per text message. Trust <laughs> me, my mom got that phone bill, and she's like, "Who are you texting?" I was like, "You don't gotta worry about it." Like. Right. Yeah, and like the only game off. on there was the worm where you could only move it up, down, left, and right. <laughs> oh yeah. That was technology. That was major. Like, and you know what? Our kids would like not know how to survive if they had phones the way we had them. Like we could master texting under the under your 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 desk and like oh, yeah. hitting all those buttons and then like it being about the same, if not accurate, like very accurate. Right. <laughs> Like kids now would be like, I don't understand. Like, oh yeah, or like the phones that um, when they started coming out with smartphones and they had the electronic screens with the buttons instead of the actual buttons. Like I'd have to get on the internet and figure out what number was what letter so that I could like make sure I was typing the right thing. (laughs) I would have to open up my phone and be like, I would write it down like a a four three. What is this? Like, like, let's be honest, like. Everybody wants to say like Laguna Beach and the Hills were the first reality TVs when really, in my opinion, it was real world and road rolls. Oh yeah. Which started in the early nineties. Yeah. Which actually is still insane to me that it's happening still. Like yes. road rules. But road rules isn't even road rules anymore. It's like the challenge. Even, stuff. Do you, yeah. Do you like remember, I feel like, like original. They took road rules out, and I really wish they'd bring it back. Like, could you imagine millennials <laughs> in, like, a beater of an RV, like, driving around with no Wi-Fi, no air conditioning? Right. Like, oh, they die. Like, for real. Like, right. they're using all the cast members from, like, Are You The One? Like, yeah, some of them are really great, but it's, like, those are dating shows. Like, granted the challenge in real world. And I really hate that Facebook took over real world. Like I really That's, hate that. Yeah. Like I I'll mean, the real. only reason I do Facebook watch uh, is not to watch the real world. It was to watch the red table when Jordan. Uh, I started her? watching that. Yeah. And Jordan. Kardashian. I don't know her yeah. last. I was like, I Jordan don't. Wood. 
what, yes. what went on there and started giving her side about what happened between her and Tristan. I was like, okay, we're going to subscribe just so I can watch this. Right there. Who, who shout out speak her name. <sighs> Gosh, dude. So it's been kind of a crazy week in uh, reality TV. Like, yeah, I feel like it's been fire and fire in the sense of like slow moving plots that are happening in the episodes, but fire on social media. <laughs> like, oh my God, right? Let's, I feel yeah, like, for you, do you think that these reality shows are scripted? Hills, I feel like, is. Absolutely. Stephanie came out on the internet or on Instagram and she was mm-hmm. like talking about uh, Adriana, Adriana, what's her name? Adriana. Adriana. Jesus Christ. I can get it right. <laughs> Adriana and Justin were like both seeing other people. Yeah. But like she, I don't know. I don't know if it's like that they have to seem available on the show, but they're really dating people just to make a plot. Like, right. like I don't even know because like, let's just be honest, like Ryan Cabrera came back and I was really excited to see that happen. Cause I was really sad, sad to see that crumble. But then it's like, what's funny is none of these Hills people really slay social media in like the sense of like bringing things out like a housewife. Like right. you'll see Stephanie Pratt give her opinion and say like, Oh, well editing did this and da 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 did that. I feel like Heidi and Spencer are so awkward. That's what makes me feel like it's scripted in that They're sense. So it's like not to be the the most hated reality TV couple. Yeah, they're trying to prove I, people wrong. I legitimately like actually like them right now. I do too. I just wish they would feel authentic and not oh. so like oh oh like they like <laughs> I don't know the minutes Spencer put on a crystal and they lived on the mountain <laughs> like I didn't I understand it at the time yeah I don't see Heidi being a Christian singer either no like uh, they're my people no. in the sense of like spirituality but then I feel like because <laughs> I'm like I'm all about crystals y'all I'm all about like manifesting and doing all that but then like I'm just like, bro, like, I don't know. I feel like they're bound and determined, like you said, to not be the America's most hated couple that they got for people. Like they got nominated for that. Right. It was like a people cover. I, I think they fucking stole the show with that one. Like yeah. they got gold, Olympic gold medal for most hated. Most hated. Oh yeah. Fighty. But I feel like they can't, they can't revert back to what they were in their twenties. No. And but I feel oh, like they're competing with like money they're talking oh. about they made. I wrote them, I wrote them down. No, they didn't make. They he spent he spent thirty thousand dollars on clothes, 10k on jewelry, which is his business, and then uh-huh. wine. Like, what wine are you drinking that costs you thirty four hundred dollars a month? And this is a month, and you're Jesus. like a, a month. A, a month and it, like I like I said I, when I drop like 20 bucks on a bottle of Moscato Diasti man yeah I'm like what wine are you drinking and like I get it manifestation you want to spend it and like it all returns back and like he said the bank is fake <laughs> he's old the bank is fake it's a made-up thing and I was just kind of like Mm, tell B of A that. Tell Chase that. Can I tell them that my credit card's fake and just keep giving me money? <laughs> Did you hear about Canada? Like Chase in Canada? They no. closed all the Chase credit cards and told people they were closing by this date. And they withdrew so fast that they didn't even expect people in Canada to pay their balances on their credit card. They chalked it up to a loss and pulled. Dang. So I guess Spidey. right hey no like so the like I don't know I feel like Spidey and like the Stephanie thing it's so like I don't even know I feel like it's fake like it's it's not fake but fake on some levels because it's like she's talking so much stuff behind their back now that it's aired and even before it aired like when they were doing press, it's, she's like, I don't talk to them. I don't do this. 
But then it's like, why are you trying to rekindle? I get it, family and everything, but like, why are you going to continue to put yourself in that situation? Is that because it's scripted or is it because like you're, you're scripted, you're chasing the paycheck or are you truly genuine trying to like rekindle that relationship? Well, I think she might be genuine about rekindling her relationship with her brother and her nephew, but I don't think she would touch. It's like like a package deal though. If you think about it, in my opinion, it is also doesn't think true. She doesn't. I feel like she just talks to get FaceTime and whatever comes out of her mouth is like, okay, that's what I said. Yeah. I feel like when Brody Jenner like was fighting the fires, like she was so harsh in Vegas. Like everybody's like, yeah. And then she wonders why like her and Justin then wonder why, because Audrina called her out. Why Brody flipped. And she, she's never had a friend come for her that much I was watching Whitney Port's like uh what do you call them where they interview not in the show but they sit down and talk about things uh confessional I was watching oh, that yeah. and she was talking about how Stephanie does start shit and I'm like mm-hmm. why because, was like look in the past oh my god look in the past she's dated Elsie's boyfriend she yeah. got a job and she like with Kelly Catrone and like couldn't man up to that and then had an interview with Kelly Catrone and she's like that was fake and if you didn't know it was fake you're dumb like straight up I, I sat there and I lost it like oh, it Kelly was Catron told her all of that was fake mm-hmm. and yeah. she's like no that was real and she's like so that's kind of what makes me think it's scripted like do you think it's scripted do you think this is like because I feel like with how certain of the dynamics their friendships are true and the storylines might be true, but like, I feel like Spidey and then like Brody and his like now ex-wife, not wife, because they weren't really legally never married. Was a wife. <laughs> never was a wife. Like they were trying to like beat the best couple, even though it wasn't out like that. Like I feel like it. I just had a light bulb moment. What do you think about? Brody not wanting to have kids with Caitlin because they weren't actually married. I don't think that he thinks that they weren't actually married. I truly don't think that he was ready. And I don't think. What is think- up with these people not submitting marriage licenses? And <laughs> like, is like, that. Oh, like, oh, we can wait anytime. Like, oh, you mean we have to legally do something to be married? Yes, Tom and Katie. Yes, Brody and Caitlin. <laughs> yes. Like, for me, I'm just kind of like, I think they're just, they're not young, but they're just kind of like whimsical with life, which is awesome. Like not everybody gets to live life by that. And there's common sense involved. And I think Brody Jenner has a lot of common sense. I think he's becoming the most hated person on the show because he stands up for himself, but he's more just like blunt for it. Yeah. But I don't think he he's necessarily ready because he's like a club DJ. He's like slowly finding himself and finding his ground to where well, he's had a lot of shit happen in the last few years. Yeah, with and I think she just has and, to respect that and like his his mm, new mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like I don't know, like how that pronoun works. I'm sorry, guys, if that. Yeah, sorry, guys, if. Yeah, learning the pronouns here. But um and how to like address that? Like I'm sorry, like it's just I don't know. <laughs> like awkward like Ricky Bobby moment. Sorry guys. But like you know when they talk about it on the Kardashians or they talk about it on there, they still, they say, still say your dad. Yeah. So his dad, Caitlin. Yes. Like they've ha- he's had a lot of stuff. And then it's like to talk about having kids when like you literally just watched your whole community and part of your side of your home, like their, their shack, like fall into pieces. Like he's not in the right space to be talking about like, I want to have children. I just think, I think he saw the red flags before everybody else does or gets to see. Cause we only get so many minutes of their life 
Right. Well, they so, started off at the beginning. I didn't see it it lasting very long, especially the way he was talking about her when the Hills New Beginnings just started. I'm like, bro, I mean, he got locked out of his house. Television. I would want to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> like he walks up, and that's like what they say is like she's feeding him breakfast as he's walking in. I was like, this is awkward. And then it's like, saw so Hal is sleeping in your car. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Like that was major. That was awkward, Turtle. I wasn't yeah. even there, and that was awkward. That made me feel awkward. But yeah, like I don't know. I feel like it's scripted to a point, but then it's like I think you have to let it roll. I think they do things and say things and put things in people's ears to where it's like, oh, okay. And then it's like Justin shows up with this chick with like tits to her chin. And, like, everybody's just, like, uh, pass the drumstick, please. Like, this is awkward. And it's, like, <laughs> I love okay. that Spencer, like, made a comment about it. He's, like, do you think Katrina likes you? That's why she's not sitting here or something like that. I was, like, damn, there he is. <laughs> or, like, Stephanie walking into the kitchen. Like, oh, my apology now. Like, give me my apology. I'm like, bro, that's how you're going to approach that. It's going to get ugly for you. Yeah. I think I have a feeling it's just going to only get uglier between Audrina and um, Stephanie, like just to sit there and hand out a platter. Like you couldn't just like have that, like, wow, look at tits McGee over there. Right. And, like have a moment and connect and then let it die down. You had like, and that's where I feel like it's Stephanie Pratt. So that's her authenticity like right. she doesn't want she that she's like I, okay I demand it now like no like do you know how to give an apology <laughs> I don't think she does I don't think you do she sure knows how to talk shit in her confessional so right and that's where I don't know like and I feel bad for Misha Barton even though I don't like her as the add-in I do like how she's very forward and like saying like, well, Justin, shouldn't you say something to like clear this I out? I love like, that she called him out on his shit. I loved it. It was in her confessional and it was face to face. She's very like right in front of your face, but I don't, I don't like her. I didn't like, like, I don't like an actress. Um, I'm hoping maybe some other work that I see her do, I might feel differently. Yeah. I just felt, I mean, but also she was super young when she did the OC. Yeah. My God. And so I, I mean, also think I hope she pulls a shitload of jobs and she just resets her career. Right? Like, I just hope she brings something else to the table besides just calling people out. She literally will call you out and then like back away. Like, Justin, you should stand up for yourself and then like walk away. <laughs> like she back, like she's like the show as Stephanie's friend. Yeah. That's what's blowing my mind is that like she's more gearing towards now Audrina's friendship because I right. feel like she knows, like she's calling Stephanie like she's seeing the real Stephanie that it's right. like no we're good I'm I'm not we're not I don't do this with you so that like I don't think it's scripted I think it's I think Brandon Anderson yes great add-in for the dudes oh for sure. I love seeing his relationship with this girl. Yeah. Like, and I see drama so unfolding next episode. Like major drama. Major. And I think it's great that like Pamela Anderson is such a like hands-on mom in that like I love when he's like, yeah, I was so pale because I didn't go outside. And she's like, you look like a sock. And that like <laughs> she's so like she smudged his new house and she's like even though she doesn't live in the country anymore, that she's still very a hands-on mom. Right. In that sense. Like, she's like, oh, I love my boy and la la la. And she just worries about him. And she's just so a different, she's different than when she was here and with Tommy and like when they were in, like she was just seems different out of her toxic space. Right. Welcome back to uh, the real world, Pamela Anderson. <laughs> Right? I think she just goes back and forth, which is great. But it's nice to see her connect with her son. I think that's yeah. a different side that nobody gets to see. Everybody gets to see, like, the sexy, like, the crazy stuff her and Tommy did in the 90s versus this side of her. Yeah. And I think it's great. 100%. So yeah. 
Okay, so do you really think Stephanie hooked up with Justin? 100. Because they left Vegas like, hey, let's go. We want to, we don't want, why do you guys keep thinking that we're doing something together, but every time you're like, with them and, and I'm, you're I'm sorry like I'm in if I'm in Vegas granted I don't think either one of them drink like y'all aren't gonna go share a slice of pizza and a coke after you go party right like y'all are dancing energy's going sexual tension whatever Adrena, why do you keep thinking this is happening when it would have been so easy for her to say hey we're gonna go yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. No, they didn't but nobody knew. Yeah. Every, nobody knew. And that's where I'm like, okay. But do you, like, what do you think is Justin's deal? Do you think he's, like, I don't think he's a shit stir. He's not a pot stir. He's, I don't think he is, unless it, it is with Stephanie. You don't think he's a shit stir? I think he is with certain people because he, like, he can't do it with Audrina because Audrina will call him out. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he can do it with certain people. Like, he could feed, like, when he talks to Stephanie, that fuels her fire. He listens to Brody. Like, you can see different sides and how he maneuvers Yeah, and plays the game. Or, like, when he was, like, with uh, Brody, he was listening, and he was like, Audrina was doing this. And I don't think Audrina is a, a pot stirrer. I think she's just bringing facts to the table. She might have embellished. Some things that might have taken place with the dinner and stuff like that. Who knows? Because they didn't show that. They clipped it real quick. Of course, editing. Thank you. Right. Who knows how that whole conversation went. But yeah, even if she told the full truth without exaggeration, I would have been hated. There might have been a time and a place for her to tell Brody the conversation that was stated because he's already dealing with bullshit with Spencer and Heidi, right? So- Audrina, and his house and his wife. Right. And in, in some part of her brain, she should have known, I should really steer clear of this conversation. And I feel like she had every right to tell him, but the yeah. timing would have been better. Plus, I think she should have done it in private. Right. Because she has a beef with Stephanie. And I feel like and that was she, a large part. And I think she knows how, like, if she puts this Pro, like wording right he's going to lose it because he's not friends with Spencer he can give two two craps but now it's like on social media you see uh Stephanie and Brody like chummy so it's kind of like hopefully it went through hopefully it was just like a misunderstanding like he took it one way because he's so enheightened in his emotions like I think anybody would take it wrong but I think the I think the message got delivered properly, but he's just so up there that it just was like affected him. So I don't know. I don't know. And can I tell you the fact that Spencer and Jason are friends and that they were so open about male body shaming? And <laughs> how like but like it's it's something like we always stress about women, like we love our bodies and we need to stop being shamed. But like men are the same way too. In that sense of like men don't maybe verbalize it as much like Heidi or Spencer said like, Oh, I gained a hundred and some odd pounds because I ate two pies a day. And Jason was like, yeah, I felt so insecure one day because he relapsed and he was open about that. And he said, he's like, I felt so insecure in my body and what was going on and all this negative stuff. He's like, so I went and drank a fifth. I was like, Jesus, after being like years sober. Right. Wasn't it like three? Yeah, I think it was three years. And it's just like, I think it's awesome that he was super honest about like, he's been honest from day one about his sobriety. Right. He's an AA. He's very active. He kind of didn't have a choice after all of the uh, headlines that came out. Yeah. And I think, and I mean, he's been sober, like I said, for three years. So I think his social media is very like that, but like you didn't, he doesn't have to share that part of him, but he does. And it's not normalizing it, but it's putting that out there. Like this is alcoholism. This is it. Like if you need help, this is what it does. Like 
not every person is okay. We all have our moments. It was just such a touching moment to see them. And then to have that connection where he's like, oh, well, eating for you is your vice. You know what I mean? Right. And like Spencer's like, if I'm not working out or doing jujitsu six days a week, like this, this, and this, you know, so I I thought that was really cool. And I saw that they put their beef aside. That was like super awesome. Yeah. And like they said, they never imagined that they would be where they were. Yeah. Because they hated each other. (laughs) (laughs) Like that was bad. No, like I just, I thought that was really, really cool that like they're open about like people eat for their outlet or drink for their outlet or there's other outlets that people tend to use that we don't talk about and it's it's just refreshing because then people like connect to that like okay I am normal if I eat like this or I have this like it's just I don't know it was just I love the hills because they bring so much to light I feel like reality tv just does that I, I don't know that's just me no I'm right there with you Oh my God. I'm like reading over all this. And I do think they're ready for baby number two. Cause I mean, Heidi was literally getting ready to her song, singing it on her IG story for their 10 year anniversary. Um, I feel like if they're going to have more kids, they should probably get to it. I mean, yeah. TikTok clocks like, going plastic surgery doesn't heal uh, healthy pregnancies so I just thought it was so weird that's like parts like that where it's like I feel like it's scripted where she's on her phone and it's like IG story and it's singing her song and it's like (laughs) I was like what am I watching this is so it's like like FaceTime quota on the hills like gotta make sure uh we get some type of scene in (laughs) yeah because again they're trying to just be the normal Mm-hmm. When they're not. And I think they just need to be themselves, honestly. Yeah. Um, what else you got that came uh, out at you? About the hills? Mm-hmm. Or you want to I think we're done. I think I'm like, I'm looking over my I think we checked like, that one out. God. I don't know. I'm just still baffled. Oh, we didn't talk about the Brody, Miley, Caitlin. Oh, snap. Okay. Uh, actually, on our... Uh, Shade is real podcast Instagram. Yeah, you guys uh, should make I sure did. you go follow that. Yes, both <laughs> show. We got all the links in there for any type of app you need to listen to this. Apple, what is it? Google Play. Google, Google Play. Play. The uh, app, whatever. Anchor. We have it all together. It's all there. Uh, but uh, it is crazy to see Miley Cyrus, who, by the way, just broke off her marriage with what's his name Liam Hensworth and like dude it was on a magazine I know you guys not always is it on the google or in the magazine if it it is is it's real but like dude their wedding their divorce they're fighting over like 20 million dollars yeah and to see her making out with Brody Jenner's ex wife is just uh, and then Brody comments on there something, some comment about how hot Caitlyn looks or some shit like that, and I'm like, okay. You think they're still getting it in? Uh, uh, wouldn't doubt it, honestly. There's probably something else going on between all three of them. Whoa. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I'm an old time gal. <laughs> when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was pretty crazy. And yeah, I guess so I thought one came out that was super sad about the breakup. But uh, Miley's not on the hills, so whatever. Yeah, I just thought that was like crazy. I I don't know, super crazy. All right, let's talk. Uh, oh yeah, we're talking real uh, housewives, Orange <gasps> County, because that's episode two. Oh my god. Okay, so let me just jump in. I want to save the Ryan Tamra, all of that oh. stuff for a hot minute um, and talk about how much of a douche I feel like um, Kelly is no um, Emily Emily's husband is 
Bro, I felt like he was a douche since day one, but she made excuses for him because he's like, oh, he's got a dry sense of humor. But like, bro, right. it's your parents' birthday and everybody's calling to see if you're coming because that's what you said. And never mind that your wife has a full-time job and is Two. fully taking care of these kids because you couldn't pass the bar how many times? You couldn't even show up for a dinner party she threw for your, your parents. parents. She does two full-time jobs too. She's an event planner and a, she does, a, she's a lawyer. That's just ridiculous. But and yeah, it's like she, she's doing exactly everything he asked for. And then when you say um, that you're coming and you're wondering why people are blowing up your phone. Right. Honestly, like, I feel like he's looking at the bar, like he's doing what he says he's going to do. But, I mean, he's Mormon, but it doesn't mean that he, I feel like he's cheating. Like my gut instinct. What? Yeah, because look at every Housewife series. It's not like they've been, like, they seem happy last season. This season, she's not getting attention. She's stressed out. Like, he seems very, like, detailed attached from the marriage kind of like David was with Shannon okay um I'll give you a little bit of that now I feel like he or is he just super stressed I think he doesn't think he can pass the bar I don't think he can and I hope he does and that's like I know this is about being shady and but it's, there's a difference between being shady and being fucked up and wishing people well like, right. I hope he passes, but I think you have to have some kind of, like, like, three times is, like, when are, when are you going to get it through? Like, you can't blame it on the fact that you have a family because people pass the bars when they have families. Right. Like, so I just think he, he either is not cut out for it, it's not his passion anymore, and he doesn't have the balls to say something, to say, like, I want to redirect my life. Yeah. Because, I mean, law school is really expensive. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, it's super expensive. Like, I see my mom, what she went through, and, like, that kind of stuff. Like, it is expensive. And then to take the bar that many times, like, no, thank you. So, I think, I think he's just a dick who's got, like, a lot on his plate, but is projecting it. And or he's cheating on top of all of that. Like, <laughs> I'm just so... But I hope you make it through the bar, Shane. Right. Good luck. You've already taken it by now. Um, (laughs) Gina's husband. Oh, Um, my God. Ex-husband. Are they divorced yet? I don't know. I think she has a restraining order on him. Which, I don't... This was after the season wrapped filming, so I'm not certain that they're going to have that in there. But you know how the ends of the episodes, they always, like, give a, a little paragraph or something. Do you know what they're changing? It is, like, six months later or a month later. Right, 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 right. Which I really so, like. Yeah, I don't I'm, – I'm not going to cut Gina any slack for drinking and driving. And that's, I feel like that's a very non-responsible thing to do and to like laugh about, <coughs> sorry, laugh about your friend having a roadie, like that's irresponsible times 12, not just like, like you drinking and driving. Like when Emily's like, well, do you know how much you drank? The answer should have been, yeah, I had X amount. Not like, uh, yeah, I guess. But then Emily's like, when she asked like, oh, are you disappointed? Well, no. Well, yeah, like, yeah. no, like, what is it? Like, can we, can we have that kind of friendship where it's like, no, but yeah, I, yeah like, no, no, we, 100. Do you know exactly how much you drank because obviously it was enough for you to get a DUI. And by the way, like I found out what Arizona DUI, um, limit here is before you get a DUI, it's like 0.01. <laughs> like really? you can't have a, like one and done. Shut up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, recently we had, yeah, recently uh, we had of uh, somebody get a DUI for, and it they were hung over the next day. Yeah, so that's that's pretty interesting. No, but I don't think her having 
having a DUI is excusable. I think we're all adults and we have to know like when is enough. Like I don't like driving even if I have one alcoholic beverage, let alone like if somebody would just kept pouring me booze. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's where, I mean, you see them all on the show, always riding in an Escalade or a Suburban. I'm just going to say there's no excuse. There's Ubers, there's private cars. Exactly. Like, so there's no excuse. Mm-mm. none and then to just be like haha you know like he came to my window and saw my friend had a roadie so then he gave me a thing like you shouldn't laugh that your friend had a roadie you're an right. adult and you could have said x nade that and somebody yeah. should have been more responsible especially the person that was holding that party at her house granted it's not her fault that like but somebody there should have been like hey i seen you drink a little bit more let's call you an uber Right. Like there was enough things going around where somebody could have been like, Hey, why don't you stay a little bit longer and the party will end and we'll make sure you get a ride home. Yeah. Yeah. Silly. I think it was your situation is never an excuse. I don't care how much stress you're under, like drinking and driving. There's no excuse for it. Because like you're on the road, like your car is so deadly. It's so deadly. Like you're literally putting, everybody you come in contact with in danger of yeah. your, your stupidity. So if you guys are wondering what our stance is on DUIs and drinking and driving, there you have it. <laughs> but I have driven, I, driving under suspended license, but never a driving under the influence. Yeah. Ever. I mean, I think I've done it like not proudfully. Um, I was younger, but it was after like, it was one of those things where I thought I was good to drive and then I drove and it like, I got home and I was like, probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, granted it was at like three, four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Still not right. it, but that, but that doesn't make it any better, but it's like, right. I can own up to it and say no. Yeah. I don't drive around. Um, I don't drive at night on holiday nights either. Like the 4th of Me July. Neither. Memorial Day weekend, all of Once that. Once we're okay. in, we're in. Right. Not going to happen. We're done. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know. I think, like, Gina, I think this this season, she's literally white-knuckling it and drinking way too much. I have a feeling that's what we're going to see from her. We're going to see her oh, marriage so unfold. That text message, um, the one that Vicky sent Tamara about um, – yeah, that's all, that's in here. Okay, so here's my thing about that text message. Do you think it was warranted for Kelly to do that because she just didn't want to type out a message? Like, oh, we're talking about two different messages, I think. Oh, okay. Well, let's go for it. Which text okay. are you talking about? No, it's fine. We can talk about the pig text message yeah. right now, and then I'll t- we'll talk about the other one, but, um, no, it wasn't warranted. Um, but that's also Kelly's thing. She is like, you come at me and I'm going to come back at you 10 times. You have to go back to all the way to last year's reunion because Vicky, because Kelly called her fat. Vicky says, well, at least I don't do Coke. Like that wasn't any better. Like you should have been like, well, you look fat in your dress. Like retaliation is the same thing. Not like you call me fat and ugly. I'm going to say you're doing Coke because she knows she's going through a divorce from Michael and her kid is involved. And now you've literally ruined her daughter's like, like life where her friends aren't coming over. Yeah. Well, the DMS that her daughter's getting are disgusting. Yeah. Like Vicky literally put it out there. Like, I know it's an every franchise's like thing where all the people are like stay away from husbands kids and like that kind of, like businesses and that kind of stuff especially businesses with like brought like uh beverly hills like let's be honest um yeah. so i know it's like if you're gonna take digs take digs at the person but not when they're going through a custody battle you know it's gonna affect your kids like then say she looks fat say she looks stupid say she's like you know well you're getting a divorce and you're dumb like but don't bring, you know what I mean? Like I, I do cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Like I do cocaine and I know people that have done it with you. And then literally Vicky at that party like, was like, it. yeah. And Vicky got all pissed. She's like, well, she called me fat. Like, yeah, but you, no, that's not an excuse. 
like when she said that, I was like, and that warrants you saying. Right. Like, and if that's where, anyway, like, what, what are we even doing? Like, get it together, Vicki. You're the oldest person on the show. Come the fuck on. Like, yeah. and it's seriously. funny that she's the OG that got demoted and she says she's okay with it when I really don't think she is. And legit Tamara pulled her covers where she's like, A, I don't trust her. B, she's the most insecure person ever because she's so trying to like appease people and be this and be that and da 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 that I don't think she knows who she is. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, but I think going from one extreme to the other, I think is ridiculous. I think it's so like blatant, like say she looks fat in the color red, like, you know what I mean? Or that this happened or like, just don't like, I feel like her saying she did Coke went for the jugular and she knew what she was doing. Like it was very calculated and she waited for yeah. the reunion. Like she, she waited, she waited for the reunion. Oh, for sure. Like that was kind of crap. Um, yeah. And like, like going back to husbands, like Emily, like I, I'm sorry, Emily's husband saying like, all of you guys calling me is a degree of harassment. Like, let me say, I'm sorry. Like that was hilarious. Right. Oh my oh, God. Okay. So this text message that they were referring to, <clears throat> Tamara was talking about it, how Vicky, uh, she was talking, I think she was talking to Eddie about it in the car. Tamara, um, was talking about the text message Vicky sent her. Oh, um, about Gina. Yes. And then she said in the same sentence that, um, that Vicky was saying something else negative about it. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at the picture right now and it shows that Shannon was the one that texted Tamara. Sorry guys. Mama. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. I just text mad texted my husband. Don't come inside. Don't come inside. They're back <laughs> the park. And of course he's on his phone 24 seven, but couldn't te- check two messages from me. So great. Uh, but it says Shannon Storms, and oh. it says blank just called. Gina was arrested for DUI last night, and she said I was self-medicating. Tamara goes, called me too. Vicky goes, wow. Tamara says, not good. And then Vicky goes, so ridiculous. Another jailbird. Irresponsible. Okay, so who was it? Tamara. Was it Vicky or was it Shannon? I feel like I, I think the text messages you're referring to are the mm-hmm. ones where Vicky personally messaged Tamara and she was like, you know, I don't like Gina, like pretty much trashing Gina. Not right. the fact that she got the DUI, she got arrested, she's a jailbird. And then like right. literally as she's texting Tamara, like, I don't like her, blah, blah, blah. Like she's, Gina's going like, oh my God, she talked to me. She called me. She's great. We're great. Okay. Connecting dots now. Yeah. So I think that was that. And I think honestly, like the fact that Vicky's doing that is horrible. I feel like she's trying to get a storyline. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. she's baiting Gina when Gina, honestly, in my opinion, is a, she's so nice human. She's just very ditzy. <sighs> yeah. I will agree with the ditzy. And I feel like she is going through a lot and struggling and she's finding her own because she's been with Matt her entire life. So she right. doesn't know who she is in yeah. my opinion. Like, I feel like she is a nice person and finding herself. I just think she's going like, she's just struggling. Gina, get at us. We could be your trace amigas. Yes. Gina, Gina, Gina. Some tickets to LA. And like, or she's dating. Yeah. She's dating. Like, and the fact she's not open about her dating with Matt and like, I don't know. I'm excited to see her storyline play out, even though it's going to be, I feel like a complete shit show. Oh, the ending, it has to be a shit show. I feel like we're just watching everything unravel, even though everything, like, a lot of major stuff has unraveled after the sense. I feel like the DUI was just the starting point, and we're seeing, like, the next six months after that. Yeah. And I hope she picks up the pieces by the time she uh, hits the reunion. Oh, God. And by the way, I really think Shannon and Tamara really – were the instigators to get Vicky to follow Kelly around that barbecue or like they instigated that. Oh, for sure. Because you could see it in Shannon's eyes when she like, 
let me let me go ahead and push Vicky out there and then I'm just gonna lay back and watch the shit unfold. Well, they're like, you should just talk to her. Do it, do it, do it. And then like Shannon says something and you can see them because it's them three in a hallway. And then Shannon looks at the camera and I'm and has this like shit eating grin. Granted, I love the Trace Amigas. They're like they're fun. They're my people. They're great. And um, yeah, I just I don't, I don't know. I think it's gonna like I think they're instigators. I think they're crazy. I'm super excited to see where Bronwyn's story rolls. Yeah, in this too, because I really think aside from the bullshit, she's a great addition to this cast without Vicky in there. Like, yeah, well, she's Kelly's friend. And right. I think she's seeing a side of Kelly that she doesn't want to be a part of. She's like, mm, okay. but I love her and her husband and that they're bringing out like the normalcy that like, it's okay to have time away from your children. We have seven of them. They have seven kids, two nannies and a housekeeper. And a love, love shack. shack. Woo! I think of that song every time, but like her mom, like gives me the Betsy Johnson vibes. Like I'm really excited to see like, what they bring to the table. Like, I feel like they're going to normalize like parent dates. Like they're going to normalize like a lot of things that like, it's okay. Parents to take your time. Like I really, I'm like, I hope she takes like Kelly's spot to be honest. Right. Right. Well, there's some parts about Kelly that I love. I loved the intimate moment she had with her daughter at the tennis courts and where she took her phone and saw those messages. And yeah, she just was like, you shouldn't be dealing with this. And she's yeah. right. But then there's sometimes where when you call somebody uh, see you next Tuesday in a really nice Japanese restaurant. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like Kelly is just, she's not over the top. I think she's cool. But I feel like she's forcing her storyline. Like she has this boyfriend there, really awkward. And like, yeah, she had a great moment with her daughter, and I think it really shows that us parents, we really need to be vigilant about our kids, like, on social media, period, end of story. Like, I really think that needs to be a major thing, but I don't know. I feel like after that, like, what does she have to bring to the table? Yeah, I'm out. Okay. Can we quickly talk about Southern Charm real quick? quickly yeah okay because it's season finale i know we've been running over like it's been like what a cool half hour 45 minutes i know but hang in because it's the season finale and next week we're going to be wrapping up with the reunion starting reunion one and i feel like the last episode is like bananas like if you're a season if you're a southern charm fan i don't know like i love it but like I feel like, do you feel like Patricia is the bone carrier or the stirrer, like the shit stirrer? I feel like she's really a shit stirrer. Yeah. Like she holds on to those secrets and she literally drops them at the perfect time for shit to explode. Oh. Like she's a seasoned shit stirrer. (laughs) Like she's seasoned. Wait, wait, wait. Is this like Lisa Vanderpump? 100, but Southern. (laughs) Oh, Lord. British and Southern shit but I don't think she goes to like I think if she if somebody said like did you go to TMZ like she would southern bless your heart right like she would she would own up to it to a point like not unlike Lisa Vanderpump where it's like we don't talk about it but like Shep 100% is a shit stirrer by bringing the two girls that Austin may or may not have had relations with and that videotaped it and they said that they didn't even sleep with him, but like underwear was in the bed. Like, I don't know, but it was 100% to like put like, cause Patricia at the end of every uh, season, she does a, like a white glove party. And I feel like he could have brought any woman to the party <laughs> and he brings not one, but both girls because Craig was looking for a date and he didn't tell Craig until he got in the car. He said, my date has a date for you. And then you find like Craig literally like sitting in the corner on the stairs, drinking a drink. He's like, I'm just not trying to do it. Like you could tell he tried to like Shep his way through it. He's like, well, if you and Madison are strong enough, you'll be fine. And then he like sits in the corner. He's like, man, really? I'm sorry. Like I just. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a <the> bro code. <laughs> 
Craig just can't. Like, he can't lie. He just feels bad because Austin is Austin. Like, him and Austin, I think, have a really good bond. But, like, Shep is crazy. I think Shep is, like, becoming really jealous that people are finding love, that he's, like, he's literally saying to Madison, like, I'm going to be on a white sandy beach drinking drinks. And she's like, what, alone? Wait, wait, wait. Shep is jealous that people are finding love. I think so. Not on their own dating show. Yeah, and he didn't even find oh, love on his like, dating show. <laughs> Bro, you had all these women throw themselves at you, and you couldn't find one to stick with. What is wrong? Right. With you? I just think he's gonna forever be a bachelor. But like, like I'm sorry, that was a total dick move. There was no bro code there, so I really don't think anybody needs to hold him into a bro code and I think it's great that Craig literally stuck up for himself and said like hey right we need to be done with this we can't like <laughs> I didn't mean to do this he said his date had a date I didn't know like hands up in the air but like um and I'm so excited like Cameron brought her husband I'm I'm excited Matul um came out like I'm excited all the guys came out they got dapper and I guess like Cameron has a thing for Matul and like Oh, what's her name? I'm trying to think of her name. Starts with an N. Naomi. Naomi has a thing for Jason. And they, like, took pictures and posted them on social media. It was great. Like, they're they're talking about, like, switching husbands and stuff. Like, it was funny. (laughs) Like, they're like, oh, yeah, like, I love Matul. He's all, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Jason's like, so what's going on with you and Matul? She's like, it's just a funny joke. He's like, as long as it's a joke. (laughs) because they're both in the medical uh and jason are both in the medical profession so they're literally like they both have crazy schedules so they're trying to deal with that and like i love how naomi's mom and dad are like waiting for matul to pop the question because they want to have grandbabies and the mom was like be cool be cool like it's just cool to see like all that stuff unfold but like Catherine's finding love and it's not Thomas and it's not that older guy from Florida. Like just like how she is with this guy. Like when they were, she was talking about him when they were getting stylist ready, by the way, that's on my future board. I would love to get ready at events and have like people come and make me up all the time. Like that would be 100%. Like she had the girls come over to her swanky little pad and like, hair and makeup and like a candy bar mimosas and I mean the candy bar wasn't like extravagant but it was there like it was great and there was like moments where like you saw Catherine like become a really good friend to Danny like even though she knew that they were really good friends she was supposed to go with Austin and Madison to the event and like if you watch the last episode like Madison pretty much said that Shep gave her the clap (laughs) 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 yeah like it like girl when I say southern charm is lit southern charm is lit okay like I'm gonna like literally run back to the show because I feel like I'm gonna have just like when you convinced me about Dallas Dallas Dallas, by the way is coming up and I cannot wait favorite franchise ever but um I think I have three my top or my top five are are Beverly Hills, not, and these aren't in order, guys. Beverly Hills, Orange County, Dallas, New Jersey, and Atlanta. Top five. Hmm. I'll narrow it to a top three. And this <laughs> is Dallas, New York. Ooh. Oh. I'm going to go with uh, OC instead yeah. of I mean, New York is good, but... New York is good, but it has its moments, and it, I feel like it's the Luann show. But yeah, no, I just love such a train wreck, and I think that's why I love it. Ramona, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, she's a mess, dude. I can't. Like, I don't know, but if like watch Southern Charm, like I don't know, I I love Southern Charm. I know you haven't caught all the way up, and I'm trying not to spoil it. So um, no, 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 no. Talk about it. We need to. But. Like the one month later, okay, so Ashley ends up coming to the party and Patricia finds out that she's trying to come and ruin the party. So she hires this tall, bald guy. Um, and she's like, oh, what is his name? Oh, Mr. Cahill. <laughs> she's like, you see Ashley and her friend come in and beelines right to Patricia, doesn't say hi to anybody. And everybody's just like watching this happen. And I think like, can't, I can't remember if Catherine's standing there, but like, 
she goes, Patricia, we should talk because if I know you're on Twitter, like it is a fire on Twitter with these two and Thomas. And she's like, have you met? She's like, I would love to talk with you. Have you met my friend, Mr. Cahill? And literally shows her Mr. Cahill and walks away behind him. And he's escorting her out. And she's like, oh, <laughs> don't grab me. Don't push me. Oh my God. And like Catherine, like, if she wasn't already there, she like walks up and she's like, Oh my God, I can't believe she had the balls to come and blah, 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 blah. Like 100%. And then they all, Patricia included, run to the balcony and watch her get thrown out and listen to her conversation with, with Thomas. She calls Thomas and it's like, Thomas, she didn't want to talk to me. She, he threw me out. And the dude just see Mr. Cahill standing in this doorway and it's so tiny. And he's like standing there. And she's like, you don't have to touch me. (laughs) And he's like, he's all Thomas, what should I do? And like, you can just, hear them them conversating and obviously probably the conversation lasted longer we only got bits of it and legit he said call 911 no call way call 911 yeah she a party. yeah well because she got aggressively misplaced oh, yeah. out of her yeah right. i call bullshit but like her friend she looks at her friend and she goes he said to call the police what do you think i should do and she's like nope Bad idea. She's like, what do you think I should do? Should I call it? I want. She's like, and she looks at this guy. She's like, no, like, let's go. Like, this is what normal people do. We leave. And then they like pant. Like the only thing I really pissed about is that they did the one month later and they didn't show any of the cast members, but Ashley, Ashley went back to California and is now hanging out with Landon from last season who Catherine thought was boning Thomas. Right. I know who Landon is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I just, like, I don't know. I feel like... Wait, wait, wait. Ashley, she's the one who uh, Cameron from Real Housewives of Dallas was hanging out with. (gasps) (gasps) No! Yes. Go look on Insta. Oh my God. I gotta go look now. No, but like she literally is just a train wreck. She literally said Catherine was just an egg donor. Like she was like the most hurtful person. And she was literally on like this, like, like forgive me not tour on the season. And yet like called Naomi a bitch in public at dinner in front of her friends, literally pulled her aside and said, should I talk with Catherine? And Naomi's like, no, she doesn't want to talk to you. Like, don't do it. Like literally is Go and like asking advice from everybody and doing the exact opposite and then talking smack about these people behind their back still. She's like, I'm sorry, forgive me, Ma. Like I was under the influence of Patricia and Thomas. Gets back together on and off with Thomas. It like it was just crazy. It's like it's it's like this chick has bananas and she's a nurse. I'm clearly missing out on a lot. Like I know Thomas is. Thomas Ravenel. I know he, like, their nanny said, like, he, what was it? Like, he went, got arrested for inappropriate acting with his nurse or the the nanny. Yeah. Like, that's how the season started out. He got arrested. Didn't tell Catherine. Like, you really have to watch the season. It is straight fire, and the reunion is going to be even more crazy. Well, I feel I like for sure try to get that done before the reunion starts. Reunions are nuts, regardless of what franchise it is, regardless of what it is. Love it. Oh my god. I feel like <sighs> we just unloaded a lot and we still have more. Yeah, we didn't even talk about Jersey Shore. I think we can do about that like next week. I think that might be a good idea. But don't forget guys, to subscribe. Yes, do it. Listen, let us know what you think. Um, what shows are you guys interested in? Because, like, we're only talking about the shows we love. And by love, I mean we love. Like, we might find something to talk about these shows after the fact. Like, let's just be honest. And we have shows to start watching anyways. Because, you guys, next week, our next <laughs> podcast on Wednesday. So, typically, our, our podcast schedule is Wednesdays we'll be recording and dropping a podcast on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Yes. Um, <laughs> so get Typical. ready. They shouldn't be this lengthy, but I mean, like we're just getting started and I feel like the shows we're covering are either 
just starting and getting fire or like we're coming up like towards the end of these things. So yeah. we're covering next week, the Hills, 90 day fiance, the other way, team mom, OG below deck med and OC housewives. Unpacking all kinds of stuff just yeah. for you. Just for you. So again, don't forget to follow, follow us on Instagram at the shade is real podcast, um, where we're going to be posting stuff in the stories, like asking you guys the same questions that we got asked here tonight. Um, and we're going to be dropping, like I said, any kind of like posts and stuff that we find from these shows, these people, we're definitely going to be starting with pub up on our page. And don't forget if you guys find some shady stuff on Insta about what's going on with your favorite reality shows and the shows that we discuss, tag us in it at the shade uh, is real podcast. Don't forget. That, don't forget the podcast part. Cause then you won't find us, but don't forget to subscribe to us on anchor on, uh, Google on, um, yes, Apple. Like we are so excited. We do have all the links, um, on our IG um, profiles. So don't forget to find us there. And I hope you guys like, I hope you guys are loving the shade because I'm loving this shade. Yes. 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 Guys, now, thanks for listening. Now we got to go watch some more shows. So hope you guys have a good one. <laughs> Bye.